Welcome everybody, today is Saturday and I am so excited to be here with you all today with a special episode where I have a wonderful guest. I am looking forward to interviewing him today and bring him to you guys so you can learn a little bit about his story, his incredible story, I should say, and all of the things that he has overcome and to be able to be where he is today. The topic for today is how to get more out of life and start living the life of your dreams. And I cannot think of anybody better for this topic than Mensor. And just a little bit about Mensor, I'm going to give you a little bit of introduction. I have it right here. Give me one second. He is the founder of Simply Motivated. He has maintained discipline as a fundamental value that led him through adversity in his life. Over the years, he was able to pursue the American dream, which is something that we all do and we all strive, I think, and wish for. And despite all of that misfortune, which we will go into, he graduated from William Penn University with a master's degree in business leadership and management. And he obtained a bachelor's degree in marketing and an associate's degree in psychology. After college, he landed a job overseeing millions of dollars worth of transactions with a Fortune 500 company. And once again, he's the founder of Simply Motivated. He will tell us a little bit more about that. Without further ado, I am super pumped and excited to bring you guys Mincer today. Hello, Mincer. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. I am so happy to have you on the show today. I know just a little bit about your, your story. We're going to get a little bit more into your story today, but I know that it's been, it, it's one of those stories that no matter where you look at it, the, the, the amount of things and adversities that you have to overcome and all the things that you have lived through are just unbelievable. Like, like a story that you would read on a book or you would watch in a movie, but yet it's your story. Yes, it's my story. And mentioning a book, there will be a book as well. So it's a good thing that you bring that up. I'll have to send you a copy. Wow. I cannot think of any better story to be on a book than yours. <laughs> Mansur, can you tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Um, well, I was born and raised in Bosnia. Um, I was born in 1986. Um, four older sisters and, and I, um, you know, and grown up a uh, rough time. Uh, and a lot of people from my community um ha have experienced what i've experienced and you know from a little age just uh just going through war a huge impact right um mentally physically emotionally um lost members in my family as others um that was in a concentration camp and luckily enough i was one of the fortunate ones that i had the opportunity um to escape um war and and come into the united states in 1994 and you know um from a young age I, I just had a, a vision. I had a mindset that I knew that I had to grasp. And knowing that if I grasped that, everything else would work itself out. And just, you know, uh, dug deep down and, and saw the, the trials and errors that my parents have gone through, um, my country that has gone through, you know, and it's, it's deep down in my heart. Um, we have something called pride and it's it's just something that I'm passionate about, and you can see my my flag over here um, behind me. And I want to succeed, and it's not just for me; it's for my country, it's for my people. And I promised myself I was gonna make a mark on this planet, and that's exactly what I'm gonna do. That's wonderful, Minster. You talked that at an early age you 
had this idea of mindset being so powerful to be able to overcome. Can you tell us a little bit about how old were you when you realized that mindset was the main thing to be able to succeed in life? Um, I want to say it was probably about fourth grade. I mean, we're growing and we're always adapting to new things. But, you know, just looking at how hard my parents worked, right? They always worked the lower end jobs. They all were, always worked the physical labor jobs. And, you know, I'd watch, you know, motivational videos of Les Brown. And, you know, it was just something that was kind of engraved into me. Um, seeing my dad at a job site, you know, sweating, working 20 hour days, you know, saying, hey, education's important. And, you know, even though education is important, it's we're always learning. Um, you got to be able to adapt and you got to be able to take that um, education. And you have to be willing to figure out who you are. And that's one of my experiences in life that I kept going to school, you know, and I racked up my degrees, but I wasn't happy because that passion fulfillment that I was looking for, it's not external. That's an internal thing that we have to dig deep down and having the correct uh, coaches, the mentors, listening to um, and, and reading positivity. It's a huge impact and people, um, they tend to miss how, how much of a program we live on day to day that we have to dig deep down and find out actually what is our purpose because that's when you find your purpose the goals and everything that you have lined up it will come to true and i just saw myself succeeding i saw myself getting my my education and you know never quit always believed in myself because unfortunately more people will um have negative thoughts um just come to them and you know they don't mean to do it it's just how they're programmed but we got to be able to break through those barriers and, and create what we want out of our lives Wow. wow that, that is wonderful it's so, so it's so huge and so important what you said and everything's inside everything starts inside and we're looking for satisfaction outside of us right we're looking for those things that are going to fulfill us that are outside of us yet i was actually listening to a video by dr wayne dyer today are you familiar with dr wayne dyer um, I might have heard his um i i listened to joe dispenza a lot and he talks about you know how the brain works um, and then, of course, uh, Bob Proctor on, you know, how your emotions and feelings work. And it's a whole new world out there that, you know, that people don't know. But once you grasp that, um, great things can happen and exactly from the inside out. So I, I usually listen to a motivational video or two every single day as well. And the video that I chose to listen to today was by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And surprisingly, and it goes so hand in hand with what you're saying today, he's saying, if you lose your keys, your car keys or your house keys inside of your house, but everything inside of the house is dark. And then you're looking for the keys. And you're trying to, you know, grab the keys and look for the keys. but Everything's dark out, dark inside of the house. And then you look outside the window and you see a light, like a street light that it's on. So it, you say, well, wait a minute, why am I looking for my keys inside of the house if there is a light outside? I'm gonna go and look outside. So you go and look outside and then your neighbor comes over and says, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm looking for my keys, I lost my keys. Well, let me help you find them. And your neighbor and yourself are looking for the keys outside and you can't find them, of course. And then the neighbor says, well, where, where did you lose these keys? And then you say, well, I lost them inside the house. And then the neighbor says, well, why are you looking for the kids outside if you lost them inside? Well, because there is a light outside and there is it's dark inside, right? And that's kind of the reflection of what we all do. We're looking for something outside of us that it's missing inside of us. And that 
struck me so much this morning and when I was listening to the video because it's so true. We're looking for ways of getting satisfaction and happiness and fulfillment and all of these things outside by looking for a new job, by looking for a new relationship, by looking for a new car, a new house, a bigger house, a bigger car. Yet the satisfaction and the happiness are inside. Yeah, and that's that's very true. And that's one of those things. Um, if you look at um, people who like materialistic things, you have something that's materialistic, but soon as more people have it, it loses its value. And and people are asking, how does that happen? Well, it's because everybody else has it. And the, and the mental picture capacity that you have of that, it decreased just because it's more out there and then people don't feel that. So it's like you're getting attached to something that's materialistic. It's why a lot of these people aren't happy that are, you know, that are buying those expensive cars, this and that. And there's nothing wrong if they can afford it. More power to them. But if they really want to tap into themselves and find that out, you know, they can have 10 of those vehicles if they really wanted it to, but they could be happy at the end of the day. And that's the most important thing. So that's wonderful. So, Mansur, after you left Bosnia, did you come to the United States directly or what was your journey leaving Bosnia? So my journey was um, I left um, Bosnia, of course, during the war. And um, my dad used to work in Croatia, which is about I, I believe it's like a five hour drive um, from, from Bosnia to Croatia and you know his um, his boss that he worked for you know a number of years I believe it was 15 um, and he had a had a vacation home there and he's like hey you've been a great employee of mine and it's just you know knowing those good people and connecting um, he, he offered us a place to stay where we stayed there for about a year a year and a half I believe and then you know um, my cousins came to the United States they were one of the one of the first people here and, and sent us the paperwork and you know, we kind of hesitate a little bit because we had our grandparents and we weren't sure what we're going to do with them. And, you know, so they went off, um, ended going into England and it, it separated everybody. And, you know, we came um, we came here to Iowa. So just uh, transitioned to, to New York and from New York here. And, you know, it was just a one one night stay at New York. And then they then they brought us to Iowa because Iowa had the majority of refugees that they were taken in. And, you know, we came here and and lived here and remain here. So. How was that uh, journey of getting to the United States as a refugee? And how old were you when you got here? So I believe I was close to seven years old when I came here, um, six or seven. Uh, and the journey was, uh, a lot went through my mind, right? Even though at a young age, um, I remember a lot of things. Um, I can probably remember everything if I went back right now. Um, when I went back, you know, on, on vacation, I remembered everywhere where I literally walked and, and I have that brain capacity that I, that I remember. And there are things that I definitely don't want to remember, but I know they're a part of me. Right. But there's also a bigger part of me that I have to focus on is moving forward just because of everything that we've gone through. And it's been tough. It's been real tough, you know, came here, didn't know the language, didn't know anything, um, you know, didn't have, you know, just the clothes on our back pretty much didn't have money. Uh, my parents didn't have a job. Um, it was a whole new world for us. And, you know, when I look at people um, that are focused on goals or want to be driven, sometimes you have to step out of bounds and do things that you're not not comfortable or something that's way out there. So um, so you can explore because that's what's going to challenge you. That's what's going to create that inner spirit in you and that intuition to make you grow and make you develop from the inside out. And, you know, when I see people aim low um, for their goals, it's the, the mindset has to be they have to be engraved that they can do so much because we all have that capability. We're, we're God's best creation, as Bob Proctor would say so. 
Yes, yes. So have you been back to Bosnia? When was the last time you went back? Um, I went twice. 2012 was the last time I went, you know, um, just with school and, and getting into a big company and just kind of um, life has a way of in, in trapping us, so to say, right? Because we're always doing these things, but it's like, who are we really doing these things for? You know, we're following, you know, we're following companies, objectives, goals, you know, everybody has that, but we got to find out, you know, what is it for ourselves that we can do um, where we can build something from ourselves? And that's just one of those things that sometimes we got to step back and we got to focus internally on ourselves, on our goals, on our mission, on our purpose. And then after that, you know, you'd be surprised how many people would help you out and, you know, you just take off from there. Yeah, help comes along the way for sure when you're focused and you're dedicated to your purpose. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So when you came, you had already experienced things that no child should be experiencing at that age. And we all know that by studying Bob Proctor and the way that the mind works and the subconscious gets programmed, we know that most of the things that basically all of the programming happens usually by the age of five or six. So all of your programming was happening during the war and being a refugee and all of these things. So how, what, what were those things? What were those steps that you did even as an early, at an early age to reprogram your mind? I, I think it's focusing on the positive, right? It's um, a part of me knew uh, what happened was horrible. Um, nobody should ever experience it. The thing is, is you can't live, you can't live in the past. And, you know, as I talked to Jake yesterday, I, I, I was saying a lot of people ask themselves why every time you ask yourself that you're, you're pulling up a mapping that's inside your brain, right? You're referencing something that's, that's from history and you know, we can't change that, but we can change going forward, right? So it's that I always tell people, think about what, what is it that you can do next? What is it that you can maybe um, make it better for, for the following generations that are coming up? Now, here in Iowa, there's probably about 10 to 12,000 Bosnians, and there's another generation that's coming up. And, you know, they're, they're already um, either born here or they transition into this uh, lifestyle that we have here that, you know, they're out there opening their businesses, achieving great things. You know, and, and I knew if if I got there where I wanted it to help others, where I wanted it to encourage others, it's going to get more people that want to succeed and want to make something out of their life that they're going to step up. They're going to ask. Um, they're going to be committed to themselves like they're being committed to their job. And they're going to make great things happen for the generations to come. And that that's all it's about. It's about helping people reach their goals, because at one point or another, we all have a goal deep down inside. We have a goal and we have to focus on filling ours. We all came with a mission, that's for sure. So you touched on something super important and that's the power of asking questions and asking the right questions that is. Because most of us, when something happens in our lives, we're saying, why me? Why did it happen? And then we start going into these negativity, right? So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Can you go a little bit deeper into that? Sure. Um, the more people think about something, um, their program will, will kick in and more likely they're going to talk themselves out of it. And that's just one of those things that we're not used to being focused um, moving forward. Right. Because just because a lot of people, they, they don't read, they don't meditate, they don't do things that will um, will challenge them. They're kind of running on that daily to daily basis and functions that they've been doing. And they feel frustrated because they're not getting the result that they want because there's a part of them that knows that they can do more and that there's a result that they want to attain, but they're not getting there because their program's running them. Now, 
if you figure out what the what's causing you those um, those emotions or those behaviors, well, that's something that you can work on. And if you can work that, that is exactly what's going to free you because you're going to overcome those roadblocks that are stopping you. So it's it, it's huge to to kind of sometimes sit still and really stay focused and understand the external stuff is something that you can't control. You can't let that external stuff control your emotions and your feelings internally, or you're going to get in a cycle of a circle of doing the same things over and over, and you're going to be getting that same result that you really don't want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is so important, and that's something that, again, we all tend to do because we're programmed, and we grow up literally getting controlled by everything that we see, uh, touch, smell, and hear, and we literally just live by our senses. So our external world basically dictates everything that goes on inside instead of doing the, you know, the opposite, which is what true fulfillment and true living is about. Being able to say, this is how I, this is what I think, and therefore this is how I feel, and therefore those, those are my actions that I'm going to take so I can get, my, you know, the life that I really truly want and not the other way around. Absolutely. And we as humans, we have something that um, nobody on the planet, far as we know, has it. And that's called intuition, right? We have this intuition factor that we can tap into and we have the ability to make the choices of what it is that we actually want. And a lot of people get those programs, let those programs programs run them. And that's, that's just, um, it just keeps them in that cycle where they can't go through. And it's like, sometimes you have to listen to your intuition Listen to your gut because it's telling you something that, you know, it's kind of shake that program off you, so to say. Mm -hmm. So what what are those things that you do now that um, keep you grounded, that keep you focused, that keep you organized and that keep you moving in the direction that you want to go in your life? So when I did, when I started Simply Motivated, I had a big vision. I'm going to make my company go global. I, and I want to impact people globally with my story. I want to be able to tell people the importance of having goals, importance of having dreams, importance of believing in yourself. And I write, wrote that goal out. And that's one of those huge things that, you know, I, I've met people that, you know, told me otherwise, you don't have to write that. Those are just stories. They don't understand the psychological aspects of how the brain really works, right? When you make a commitment and you take your time to write things out, and you take a bigger commitment to kind of paint that picture in your head, you're going to create a drive and reach into, a, into that intuition. And you're going to search your feelings and emotions for something that you really want out of life. And once you find that, that's the fire and the fuel that's going to be kind of um, making you progress towards something that you really want. And it's something that you, you won't be able to just shake off. And I was telling some people before, you know, I had a hard time sleeping. It's like I wanted it to succeed and I will stop at nothing because I know what my capabilities are. And it's just that, okay, do I need a process now? Is it a process or something that I need to follow? But I had to dig deep and look in, inside myself and say, okay, what are some things that might be stopping me? Or what are some barriers that might be stopping me? Because once you figure out the, the problem and the root cause of that barrier, it's something that you can overcome and that's when you're going to move forward. But if you don't find that, it's going to trickle those same thought same feeling, same emotion, and you get that same result. And that's definitely not what you want. Do you visualize, Mansur? I do visualize. Um, I visualized that I was going to launch this company, that it was going to make an impact, and it did. But my vision is farther above and beyond, right? So it's one of those things that even though, yes, we did achieve this and we achieved great things and we we're capable of great things, there's an infinite um, number of things out there that we can do, right? 
And it's just making connections with those people, telling people, you know, what it is and asking them, hey, this is what I'm willing to do. Um, is there somebody, you know, can somebody help me with this? Is there somebody that can direct me to somebody that can help me? And I've been one of those that I don't hesitate when I need help. Um, I don't hesitate one bit because I know the greater purpose of me is to help others. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I, I did go to school. And, you know, I've, I've heard people and especially in our culture, oh, school's a waste of money. Don't go to school. It's not a waste of money. You have to utilize what you have if you want to produce something that even if you don't have, that education will kick in once you figure out who you are and you can use it towards your advantage and create great things. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So I, as I started this journey, this self-development and inner journey myself, I heard and I read and I studied about the power of visualization. And that's something that I do on a daily basis. For the people listening to this show, can you tell us a little bit more about why is it important? How can you visualize? What do you do when you visualize? And why, why is that one of the major keys of getting to do or achieve something different? Maybe your dreams or whatever it is that we want to do in, in our lives. So we all have thoughts, right? We all have thoughts. We all have feelings and we all have emotions. Um, that's just part of our human nature. But when you're visualizing that, that's exactly what you're doing. You're staying calm and you're picturing yourself into that goal, into that moment of who you are, what you want to become. If, if that's what you're training your brain to do, it's kind of ignoring the programs that have been set for you and your focus ha has just shifted. So I always tell people, think of it this way. You're going down a road and there's, and there's two ways to go and you come down to a stop. It's like you have the choice to choose. Do you go left and you go backwards and you keep tapping into your memory? Or do you go right and you try to figure things out along the way? Now, a lot of people say, how am I going to do that? And they overwhelm themselves. It's don't think about how. Just start making the steps. And yeah, things will start coming together. And some things are going to come together where you're like, hey, I, I can't do this because it doesn't sit right with you. Again, that's your intuition coming, telling you, hey, this might be something new. This might be something that you haven't experienced. This might be something that's out of your realm or expertise. You have the capabilities to ask for help and get people that maybe have the expertise in what you need that can direct you. But you've got to have that vision that if people tell you, hey, I want you to do this, that you can tell them, actually, I'm doing this and this is my passion. This is my vision. Because if you keep saying no and you keep putting yourself off um, what other people want you to do, you're not following what you want to do and, and you won't be happy. Um, you're going to lose a lot of, lot of time, a lot of money. A lot of effort and you're not going to be happy so you definitely want to have that visual so you have something to chase and focus on yes and mercy says everything is created twice first in our mind and then in the physical world and that is completely and absolutely true that is how every single thing in the world has been created somebody imagined that first and then it came to life so that's the power of imagination and something else that i want to touch on when we talk about uh, or talking about imagination is the fact that our brains cannot differentiate. And this is a fact and it has been studied over and over and over. The brain doesn't, doesn't know the difference between your imagination and real life. And just to make my point uh, a little bit with the audience is there's been studies where um, people in major leagues, in sports, in basketball and uh, football, in the major fields, they've been done, done, they've done studies, right? And they've separated groups of two different groups of, um, of people. And one group had run an obstacle, an obstacle course. 
And then the other group had to imagine that they were running the same obstacle course. And all the while they were being monitored for the connections of the brain. And what was found is that the connections were basically exactly the same. So what you imagine yourself doing and what you're actually doing in your life create the same results in your brain. You're creating the same connections. You're creating the same wiring system in your brain. So when you are actually doing those things in the future, the brain says, wait a minute, I've already done this. I already know how to do it. I'm familiar with this. So that's the power of imagination. Just if you imagine yourself literally living the life of your dreams, doing what it is that you want to do and literally having those feelings and those emotions attached to it, your brain doesn't know the difference. In, for all your brain knows, you're living exactly exactly that reality in the present moment. And that is so powerful and that is so mind blowing to me. Yeah, and that's absolutely right. So think about it this way. You have a computer, right? Um, the computer that we have is, 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 our, is our brain, it's our emotions, it's our feelings, it's our whole body. It's not just one thing. But if you think, think about a physical computer, right? And you put a USB on it, but you have an end result mapped out into that computer and you put a corrupt um, USB in it, it's gonna ruin the whole system. And that's exactly what people do is if you have negative people around you or people that don't encourage you or have those thoughts and you're around those people and you spend a lot of time around those people, they're gonna corrupt you and you're not even gonna know it because it's gonna go on your subconscious mind and you know, you're not even gonna think about it and it's impacting the way how you see yourself the results that you want and on a huge scale a lot of people they just um they get comfortable in that but they're not happy they're not satisfied because they let that override them so it's very important like i said you want to write those goals down you want to meditate and you want to have that image and you want to program yourself every day to what you want to get so you can get to your results so you don't fall back into that program um, doing the same repetition over and over and getting the same results and getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, you touched on something that is so important to me. And um, I've learned more and more about the power of the people around us, the circle, our support system. And Jim Rohn says that we're, we are the average of the top five people that we surround ourselves with. So if we are surrounding ourselves with people that are not serving our purpose, that are literally negative, negative talkers, naysayers, then whether we want to or not, they're in one way or another influencing us, right? Correct. That's correct. And I've had, I've had a majority of people um, support me, especially for my community. They, they, saw the, they see the drive, they see the commitment, they see the dedication. But I've also had people that kind of um, try to get in the way of, you know, oh, you don't need to do that. You're not going to make it far. And those are the people that I just tuned out, right? But I had my goals. I had that vision. And it's, it's the mental capacity of what people tell you. They will only tell you far as they know, far as their experience will take them. But if they're not in your shoes and they're not experiencing what you're experiencing or they didn't have that same um, same experience, same history, if, if they're not taking the time to define themselves, they will tell you things that they don't even mean, that they don't even realize internally with them. Um, example, somebody tells you that they don't like you. It's nothing to do with you that they don't like you. It's something internal in them that they haven't figured out. And people that have psychology, they can ask the right questions, tap into that and see what that person's barrier is. And I always tell those barrier, uh, those people, you want to find out what that barrier is because it has nothing to do with me, right? That's your perception, but your perception could be wrong because you're pulling it from a memory or, or something that you don't like. But there's something that's deeper than that. And you want to find that out because it's going to free you. And, you know, 
that's exactly what people need to do. You want to free yourself and you want to create what it is that you want. As far as who doesn't like you, you know, you can't focus on that. It's what is that bigger, better outcome that you're bringing to, to everybody else? Because that's what's going to dominate. You know, love dominates over hate every single time. And that I can guarantee. And, you know, I don't hesitate when I say that because, you know, hate just consumes you to stay in one spot. You know, it's so true what you said, and it's something that it, I, I keep reminding myself. When people say you can't do that, or that's not for you, or that's impossible for you, or how are you even going to do this? Because I'm also always been the person that if you tell them, don't go to the right, I will go to the right because I need to find out why you don't want me to go to the right. I, I've always been that way. I've always been the one person that, you know, fails to <laughs> to, to go with the crowd. I, I go and form my own path, right? And so because of this, I've had a lot of people along the way saying, you know, what are you going? What are you doing? You shouldn't do that. You, you need to go to where, where the crowd is going and all these things. And I have to keep reminding myself that they're saying that based on their own experiences and nothing else. And it has nothing to do with me, but it has all to do with them and simply their experience and simply not, not let it get in, in my head and affect me and literally deter me from going where I really want to go. So what those people think about you um, or what you're doing, that's none of their business, right? Because mm -hmm. you're tapping into your core and you're figuring out what makes you happy. What do you want to do? Where do you want to spend your time? Who do you want to spend your time with, right? So those people that come to you with um, that kind of negativity or they put you down, you know, their scope is very, very small and their scope is very limited. And again, it's something that's their internal factor that's causing them to react and say things like that. But you have goals, you have vision, and you're doing exactly what you want to do. And uh, props for that. So I'm proud of you. You're always going to get support for that, especially for me. So, you know, um, the naysayers, as they say, you can ignore those and, and build a bigger, better team of people that are going to support you. And they're going to get you exactly where you want to go. So. Yes, yes. So, Mensur, what drives you? My parents, um, right? So they've gone through above and beyond what I could possibly imagine, even though I, I've seen a lot of things with my eyes. They never quit and everything that I ever wanted it to achieve, they always believed in me. You know, that's something that I take to heart, um, you know, and when I when I was growing up, you know, they always made sure that we had everything that we needed. We didn't have the, the fanciest cars and, you know, but they always made time for us. And when I told my parents, hey, I want to go to school for this, they were always supporting me, even though they had no idea, you know, what I was getting into. Right. Getting loans and doing this and, and going for that. It was something that was I was exploring and, you know, they let me do everything that I wanted and they supported me into that. And I tapped into that and I'm like, if these people are able to do this for me, I have to give back for them because that's that drive of, of human nature that if they took care of me and they gave me so much, I've been blessed and I believe in God. And, you know, I told myself I will buy these people whatever I can for as the materialistic because they deserve it. And it's not about the material stuff. It's about the love. It's about the joy. It's about the support. And that means more than money or anything else on the planet to me. And, you know, I was successfully able to buy both my parents' vehicles. I was able to buy them a house, but it's that same thing. You know, there was disruptions coming from the side of people. You're not going to make it. You're not going to achieve this. And I'm like, their mental scope is not mine. And, you know, I just had my goals. I had that vision and you know, soon as I grasped it and I put it in my hands, I knew I was going to do great things with it. And I'm just getting started. So excited. Oof. I can't wait to see what's next. 
Mensur, if you can give us three major takeaways for the audience, things that we can start doing today, implementing today, to start living that life of our dreams, what would those three things be? So well, the first thing that I want to tell people is get out of your element. You know, I love going on walks, but when I'm going on walks, what is it that I'm actually doing? You know, when I go on a walk, it, it, it's a nature. You're getting familiar with nature. You know, you're kind of opening your senses, but what kind of things are you listening to when you go on to those walks, right? I'll put in something either motivational, something inspirational, or I'll even take time while I walk and, um, you know, kind of meditate to get my focus. Where am I at in life? You know, and I don't try to keep myself there for too long because that program kicks in. But then you think to yourself, what do I have to do next? What is it that I want to achieve? Who do I need to connect with and stuff like that? So you can grow and build traction on on moving forward. That what? What do I need to do? Another thing is, as people, you have to watch carefully who you surround yourself with. Now, they've done a lot of studies, you know, and a lot of behavior studies that if you're around a certain uh, group of people or a certain environment that has uh, negativity or whatever it might be, even positivity, that's what you're going to manifest into, right? That's what you're going to feed your brain into. Um, if you listen to music that has a lot of bad language, chances are that's how you're going to speak and you're not even going to know that. And a lot of people think, well, it's no big deal. Well, down the road, it is a big deal because what happens is you get into that program where you can't talk yourself out of that, you know? Um, and that's just one of those things that you want to progress forward and you want to keep thinking about that. So definitely you want to get into nature. You definitely want to put yourself around the right people and coaching, right? You want to have the right coaches that can ask you the right questions. You want to have the coaches that can encourage you. You want to have coaches that have more experience because they can bring out something in you that you didn't see. And after they've done that, once you tap into yourself and you figure out how you work, what those barriers are, what are those feelings, what are those emotions that are causing that result, sky's the limit. That's when you can really um, tap into that and use it as fuel and, and achieve great things. And we're all very, very capable of it. So we're God's greatest creation. It's kind of like taking a curtain out of our future and seeing that everything, literally everything's fair game and everything's possible for us with the right people and doing the right things and having the right mentality. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't take that to heart. They just think people are just saying this to say it. It's there's a huge psychological effect on it. And, you know, um, psycho cybernetics, one of the books I've gotten, I've gotten quite a few, but it's one of those things really learn how the how the mind works and learn how to apply it to yourself. It's one thing to read a book. You know, it's great. It gives you different avenues to think about. It develops your brain, develops those connections in the brain. But then again, you bring it back to yourself and say, okay, what can I apply in this? And, and how can I kind of grasp this and hit the ground running for myself with it? So, mm -hmm. so aside from psychocybernetics, what else are you reading now? Um, Think Big Grow Rich, I believe is the book. Um, I'm not sure if that's the right title. Think Grow Rich? Yes. So there's um there's a lot of books here and I'm, I'm trying to tackle one at a time. And I'm one of those people that when I read, I'm a slow reader. Um, but I want to absorb everything, you know, and, and I want to go back through and I want to take notes, right? Because I'm developing myself and we've been thought you read a book and you set it down and you don't read it again because you've gone through it. Well, think about music. You listen to a song and every time you listen to it, it might make you think something different, right? It's very powerful to go back in there because how do you change that programs that we have? You know, it's repetition and it's that behavior 
that you know you're repeating things you're wanting to learn because that's what your brain's going to chase it's just like a seed you know whatever you plant in your brain that's what it's going to function with so it's very important that to take this stuff seriously not only that but every time you read the same book again you are a different person with different thoughts at that point, different emotions at that point than the person that you were before when you read the book originally. And then you're gonna get different things from the book and the meaning of the book is gonna be completely different even though it's the same book. So absolutely, the, the fact that we have been programmed to read something once and then just put it aside and not read it again. But if we think about it, we are different people. You know, even we're not the same person we were a month ago. So if you read that book and those books that you're reading, Psycho-Cybernetics, Think and Grow Rich, I can see Becoming Supernatural in the background. Those books are so powerful. You, there is no way, I don't think there is any way that you can read it fast and that you can read it once. It's impossible. It's not, and you're right. We're always changing, right? Our cells are always changing. Our, our brain process is always changing. And you know, a lot of people think it doesn't happen like you think. Well, it does. Think about something that made a huge impact in you, um, that kind of caused that emotion or caused that feeling. It was instant, and it's like um, nobody thinks nothing of it. And I'm going to bring up an example. You know, everybody thinks about Powerball, right? People are having money. They think about Powerball. It's no biggie. You tell somebody you just won the Powerball, and they want to go through this roof all of a sudden because you know you tapped into those emotions and those feelings. And that just revved the person up. It's like, well, wait a minute. What happened to the reactions a minute before? It's because they didn't believe that it could actually happen to them. But mm -hmm. when you put that belief in them and it did happen to them, then they can speak from a whole different experience because they know exactly what it was that triggered that emotion and that feeling and, and got them that result. Very true. And then one last question. When you are out in nature, what are the type of uh, videos that you watch? So I, I watch a lot of the Les Brown videos. Um, he has been an inspiration um, worldwide, right? And I love the fact that he does not quit. He's determined, he is disciplined. And when I look at those videos and the things he says and, and how much he believed in himself and how he had to dig down and all the rejections he had, he knew what his purpose was and none of that um, had an effect on him, right? Even though at the point in time he was turned down or or something didn't work, he found a way to overcome it. And the reason he did that is because he knew himself. You know, he dug down deep inside, he knew what his purpose was, he knew what his goal was, he knew what he wanted it to do for his mom and for his family. And you know, he didn't let nothing external disrupt him because he was too focused on himself on building something greater. And he's just been an inspiration. And you know, I watched his videos over and over again and you know, it's just always learning something and adapting of how can I use this in my life? How can I better somebody else's life? And, you know, just uh, very, very impactful and, and grateful, uh, amazing human. Wow. Wonderful. Yes, I listened to a lot of his videos too, and I found them extremely motivational as well. Mensri, if somebody wants to work with you, where can they find you? So currently right now, my Facebook, Instagram, social medias, um, I have a, I have a actually um, Simply Motivated website that I'm kind of redoing at this moment in time. Um, there, there's more things that I want to put out there as um, far as freebies, and I'm, I'm doing a free consultation for some of my clients right now. So those are the things that I'm going to be ramping up. So there's some changes there, but social media is a quick way to get, get a hold of me. Um, you know, we have the phones and the technologies these days. We have the world literally in our fingertips. 
I wanted the company to go global and I will do whatever it takes to make it go global and it will go global. And, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm excited. Um, I'm passionate. I'm dedicated. There's a fire in me that, you know, um, that I'm going to let it grow. I can feel your fire. Uh, about the free consultations, if anybody wants to take advantage of this wonderful, phenomenal opportunity to work with you and have this free consultation, what's the best way for people to reach you at? Um, I'd tell them probably Facebook or Instagram. Um, one of the biggest things is, you know, a lot of people are hesitant. Don't hesitate. That's your program telling you not to act. You definitely want to act and you want to take advantage of it, you know, and sometimes it's just a 10, 15 minute, maybe a half an hour conversation, and I can kind of figure out. What is the gaps that that person is having? And then I kind of give a hint to those people or I tell them what those gaps might be. And then after that, you know, I, I give them some things that they need to work on themselves internally. And within within a week and, and some people within a couple of days, they start figuring things out and they say, hey, we, we're not sure what happened, but something clicked here. You know, and I tell them that's what you want to grasp. If something clicked, that's your intuition trying to kick out. So. I kind of help and guide them through the process um, till they don't realize what it is that they're really um, passionate, goal-driven about. And then, you know, we just make it happen, pen to paper, right? Wonderful. Thank you so much, Spencer. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. You have inspired me. I'm pumped. I can feel your, your fire and your passion. And thank you so much. It's been such an honor. And what a wonderful way of literally transforming your life and not letting your circumstances dictate anything and just overcoming obstacles and living the life of your dreams so you're the true example of living the life of your dreams and overcoming things and just moving forward and not letting anything literally deter you from reaching your goals so thank you so much you're welcome um, we're capable of great things we got to tap into ourselves we got to believe in ourselves even when others don't um, everybody will have an opinion, let them have it, you know, but we got to tap in into ourselves and we can create great things in this, in this world. So thank you again for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.